Sides, this is episode 37 of the Ball the Grand the Asian podcast. And as a quick intro before we get into the episode, first I just wanted to apologize for the long wait between part one and part two of Carver Stories. It's just been a busy work week for me, so I haven't got time to edit the episode until now. The good news is it is a short episode, under 30 minutes, so um, you know, stories just get straight to the point, so enjoy them. One quick note, Derek Dontelli's interview at the end of the podcast, it's a... Uh, it's it's an okay story but you know just enjoy the other ones the the time notes are in there so you can skip ahead skip forward whatever so yeah please enjoy love you Derek Dontelli this is not a personal attack just warn the listeners you know push sad it's episode 37 of the ball the grand asian podcast and Jacob Schubert is back in the building what's up what's good how was Australia my man it was good man nice and warm got to see my brother there you go. Yeah, let's get back though. And this is your debut as a co-host, not a recurring guest today, because we yeah. are missing Andrew Gillen. He's on vacation, uh, well-deserved. Uh, he's been working for a bit, so he's in Denver with our recurring guest, Sage Mika Monaco. Shout out, friend of the program. Oh, yeah. And so when he gets back, yo, uh, when Gil gets back, are you taking vacation, bud? Like <laughs> I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> I haven't been uh, working as long as Gil has yet. So, yeah, we'll see. The vacation is... Uh, it's not coming soon. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, welcome back, Shub. Let's just get into shouts and announcements. This is Carver episode or Carver Stories Part Two. So please enjoy. We got a lot of guests lined up. So hopefully they'll they tell some good stories. And yeah, and um, I apologize for Gil missing this episode. I know a lot of you guys love Gil. So you know if you turn it off because he's missing, I mean. You still listen to the episode, technically, you still clicked on it, so uh, fuck you guys. Uh, we got the listen, <laughs> you got the statistics. <laughs> Just kidding, love you guys. Anyways, let's get into shout-outs and announcements. So shout listeners, uh, this past week has been pretty amazing. We just surpassed over 3,000 listens total, so shout-out. Um, shout-out. This episode particularly has 50 right now, and then this last week, all our episodes combined is almost 400 listens. So, you know, this episode was a big play, and the numbers are up, so thank you guys. Maybe I should have came back. I mean, peace. What'd you say? You guys are killing it without me. I know. Uh, I mean, it was just a good idea, I think. I don't think it has anything to do with you missing, bud. I think everyone's going to be happy that you're back. Probably not. We'll, we'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just get uh, the next announcements. Uh, further into some more podcast statistics, the top three cities. So we have a lot of listens the last couple of weeks, but we don't have countries this week. So we'll just oh, yeah. talk about the cities. So Bloomsburg, Pittsburgh is the leading uh, city with 67. Um, and then Morgantown, West Virginia with 61. And then West Mifflin with 20. And Bethany, again, is like fourth or fifth on the list. So you guys got to step it up. Oh, Bethany, come on, bro. Yeah, come on, duds. Get me, duds. And then uh, next announcement, last one before we get into Carver Stories, of course, it is our one-year Twitter anniversary today. So nice. the podcast has been going for one year total. Nice. Yeah, 37 episodes in a year. Not not, not too bad. You know, we could do a little better, but uh, yeah. had a long break in there. So it's, it is pretty cool that we've done this many episodes. All right, so let's get to Carver Stories. Hope you guys enjoy it. And now it's time for one of the best recurrent guests of all time, our favorite, Coach Calhoun. How are we doing, bud? I'm doing good, fellas. I'm doing good. Missing, I'm missing Gail, but... Yeah. I get it. The real world tough. It's already worn him down. He's gonna go on vacation. <laughs> right, just graduated. So it's not but... Hill. <laughs> <laughs> vacation. 
All right, so let's just get to it. Uh, your couple of your favorite Carver stories. What you got for us? Um, the, some of the Carver. I was thinking about this, um, you know, and before I answered your guys' call, and the one kind of funny one, uh, at least to me, it was funny. Uh, not time, but in retrospect, was my first year. Um, working for Carver, I coached third base, and um, my second year, obviously, he kind of let me run the offense uh, um, for the most part at third base, but my first year, he made every single call. Like, I had to pick him up and tell you I had to give his signs, and uh, it was a home game. I don't remember who we were playing. I'll never forget this. I don't know why I'll never forget this, but um, we had a runner at first, and I want to say Marthinson was at the plate, and we had two outs. And the way Carve gave a sign, like a, he gave a sign from the dugout, then I had to relay it off the wristband. And I didn't have time to really think and, you know, really weigh the options of, was that a good ball? Do I agree with that? Yeah. I was just doing what he told me to do. So he gave me hit and run with two outs. And I want to say two strikes up, or two strikes on Kev. And so I looked at it and I, I didn't even think twice. I, I was like, oh, he gave me hit and run. So I called whatever the combination was. And Kevin looked at me like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> and I just I looked back at him. Obviously, I can't say anything. I was what was called. So, <laughs> so Kevin, they hit and run. It doesn't work. And I'm going back to the dugout, and Carver just shouting at me, what? Hey, what, what, what'd you call him for? And I said, Coach, you gave me hit and run. And he goes, what? what? I don't believe in hit and runs with two outs. I said, Coach, like, I, you relayed me the sign. I haven't gotten the sign wrong all year. You gave me two outs, or gave me in run with two outs. <laughs> and that was kind of the end of it. <laughs> and at the time, I was mad because, you know, he, he called me out in that situation, but I was doing what he told me to do. In retrospect, it's really funny, but it's just not being the head coach sometimes. You just caught, get caught up in the heat of the moment. And uh, you just say things and do things that you wouldn't do when you weren't so heated. So it's something I look back at now at last, but at the time it was kind of, it was just a weird, weird situation to be in. Um, and then the other, kind of the other two stories, I, really, I don't know if it's one or two, it might turn into two. The stories I have about Carb is, um, it just actually meant a whole lot to me, is when the position first opened the year before I got there, I really wanted to be a graduate assistant, and I applied for the um, position, and like I just tried to sell myself as a pitching guy, which obviously I'm not at all. <laughs> and uh, he, he told me that you know he read my resume, um, he liked everything, but he just doesn't need a pitching or he needs a pitching guy. But you know if the position comes back open, he'll give me a call. And I thought you know that's just oh, okay, that's business. You know, it's just, he's just being polite. And I thought I'd never hear from him again. Well, after the season got over, I guess for you guys, and uh, I think it would have been Baterney. Yeah. Um, yeah, Baterney graduated or never moved on. Right. He called me. Like, he literally called me. And and I was so, like, surprised. Now, once he called me, I was coaching out in Washington um, in the West Coast League. And so I, I ended up having to fly across the country to Beth or to Pittsburgh and it was a really quick turnaround but we sat down we interviewed uh, he interviewed me and then like a day or so later he offered me the job um, but it just meant a lot to me that that was one situation where he told me you know hey I'm if it comes open again I'm going to call you 
and I thought no shot of that going to happen. And he really came through for for it uh, with me with that, which you know I'm really grateful for that. And then the other thing I'll say about calls um, is that you know I don't know everybody's different experiences on anything, but when I was applying or when I was kind of trying to get the job in the Cape this summer, or not this summer, a couple of summers ago, and then applying for head coaching jobs, that dude was 100% just had my back, was excited for me, was was asking me like two or three times a day, I haven't heard anything, I haven't heard anything. Um, and his, his loyalty to me, that, I mean, that means a lot to me. Um, you know, we all have different opinions about, um, you know, guys we played for, but, uh, what, one thing that I always remember for Carve is that that guy, you know, in the heat of the moment, you may not agree with stuff he does, but at the end of the day, he really had my back, and I knew it. So I, that's why I always loved working for him. Yeah, for sure. He was he was always a good guy. I remember our senior year, he kept on asking us, like, you know, you have work lined up. Like, he always offered to write, you know, letters of recommendation. So, you know, he always wanted the best for us, not just baseball-wise, but, you know, in life in general. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's all I got for you, fellas. Okay, and hey, uh, congrats again on the engagement. Yes, congrats. Oh, thank you. Um, we're getting married in 2019 at St. Vincent, so if you guys oh, want to wow. come, just let me know and I'll send you an invitation. Okay, sounds good. Oh, yeah. And now it's time for our next guest making his debut on the podcast, Bethany Baseball alumni, Matt Neverett. What's up, my man? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. And do you mind introducing yourself real quick for some of the audience members that might not know you personally? Yeah, so I uh, graduated from Pine Ridge High School, class of 2012. So I was at Bethany for uh, two years after that, so 2012 and 13, and then 13 into 14. And I transferred to uh, Appalachian State, um, did three more years there. Uh, I played middle infield when I was at Bethany, uh, and I'm now the play-by-play uh, -play announcer for the Pirates High A team in Bradenton, Florida. Sheesh. Well, very impressive stuff, but I'm sure you got a ton of good stories for us. Oh, for sure. Oh, no. I got some. Of course, Carver, the stories tell themselves a lot of times, <laughs> right. just if you know him as a person. Uh, so he was he was really good to me, but he was just, just so funny. I mean, like, just the way that he would go about his day, the way he talked, just mimicking him, it was great. Uh, so uh, I, I got a couple of good ones for you. Okay. The first one that uh, sticks out in my mind was, I, I forget who we were playing. It was back before they renovated the field. So this is uh, this is still uh, like, field. Uh, late March, still freezing cold. Uh, and Carbs got the flu or something. He was, like, deathly ill. So he was uh, wearing, like, six jackets, still shivering, freezing his ass off. And so we're playing a doubleheader that day. He doesn't even stay in the dugout. He goes in his Jeep. I don't know if he still has the Jeep, but he had like a little Jeep back then. Yeah, and he, he still had the Jeep. He, he drove it and parked it beyond the right field fence and watched us get our ass kicked twice in a row. And then when he was going to come out on the field afterwards to talk to us, he, uh, instead of, you know, like driving it up behind the dugout and getting out of the car, he decides to try and drive the car on, onto the field. Um, so he drives it onto the field and uh, in the process hits one of the uh, fence posts that was by it. Takes down like half the fence, a huge dent in his car, and we had just gotten killed twice. So we're trying so hard not to laugh. And then he got out, and was just so sick he couldn't even yell at us. And it was one of the one of the funnier uh, two part parts of my two years there. Jeez, I think he still does have the jeep and 
the dent from the car, he never fixed it. So <laughs> I've heard oh that story God. before. Like, oh, the, the best. The best part about that was that he, uh, he, I forget how many guys it was, he threw like three or four guys some work study hours to go and try and fix the fence, and he gave them duct tape and zip ties, and was like, here you go, try and fix it. Yeah, <laughs> he still got the duct tape. That's uh, classic. Yeah. Literally, yeah, so they got it like half up, but it was like bent to hell the rest of the year, but it was zip tied, so it looked good. Um, I got another good one. Um, so it was something for his life insurance, and... They told, uh, I guess it's more if you are a tobacco user, which uh, carbs is a yeah. frequent dip. I don't know if he still does. He was really bad back then. Yeah, and he, so he, uh, he, he was trying to like stop dipping for like a week, like a real short period of time so he could pass like whatever test it is. I guess he goes out of you pretty quick. And so instead of dipping like anything else, he comes in the one day dipping uh, a tea bag. Literally, he had, like, a couple of tea bags in his pocket. He's, like, dipping tea bags and, like, shivering because he's having withdrawals from tobacco while we were at, uh, like, indoor practice. Did he pass the and test? I, I got you. I got one, one, more, one more for you. Uh, this one kind of surmises when he's on the field because I feel like a lot of times he's different than when he's, like, in the office or around campus. When he's on the field, it's hilarious because we're, I remember we're throwing, we're, we're warming up the one day. And uh, he comes over to, I forget who it was, the guy, guy next to me. And uh, somehow the conversation uh, turned to anal. Um, and he started telling us the, best, the uh, best way to do it and how his wife used to love it. Now she hates it. I think he's changed a lot since your time because he's yeah. never talked about anything oh like that. Oh, my God, yeah. Years. Now, it was, it was so funny because, uh, hey, that, now I know the, the Rick Carver way of, uh, of uh, doing it from the... Uh, the back door, I guess. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Might have to hear that story sometime soon uh, to get some tips. For sure. So as, as long as, you know, Carb is just a man of infinite wisdom in, in more ways than one, for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll bring that wisdom to Franciscan, and they'll be great. God, yeah. He, uh, but no, best of luck, seriously. He was he was awesome to me, um, and, uh, you know, I wish him the best of luck. I, I emailed him when I heard he got the job, and I said something to the extent of, like, I... I'm sure there's only one school that you would have you would have ever left Bethany for. So I'm glad it was this one. All right, man. Well, thanks for uh, joining us, and uh, best of luck with everything in the future. Yeah, for sure. You guys too. Thanks for having me. No formal introduction needed. This is Neil Woods. He's a motherfucking legend. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Is this the BGA podcast? The BGA podcast. Ooh. We're minus uh, one. Incredible. We're minus Gilda, unfortunately. Oh, this is Shoop. Oh, my God. Shoop, how you been, man? Good. How you been, man? Good, bro. You know, long time to see. You know, you, you're an alumni at Bethany, and you don't want to come from coming, but it's all right. We'll see. I'm in the country. Uh, uh, I don't make excuses. You do. Okay. All right. Uh, we're ready when you are, bud. All right, bud. Well, geez, there's a lot of Rick Carver stories that I could tell, but some of them may not be suitable for this episode or show. So I'll give you... Cav told, or Cav, I listened to the show last week. And Shout I out. I heard Cav storm from the program. About us taking batting practice without balls or bats. So, a little salty on that, but I'll give you my second best story, I guess. So, we're at Westminster. We're up like, it was one of those rare games where we have a very controllable lead. It's like, I don't know, I want to say 11 2 maybe at this point. It sounds the last right. inning, Cash Key's pitching. And first, first play of the inning, it's a bottom of the seventh. 
I can get a ground ball hit right shot at me at first base. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to just flip this ball to Hunter. He's right there. So Hunter's looking at me, literally flipping the ball, hit him right in his glove, and he drops the ball. I felt a distinct difference in the air and full force once that ball was dropped because Carr f***ing lost it. <laughs> I think I was right behind him when it happened. Yes, I was, I was right there. It was one of those where I was like, all right, I'm just going to step on the ball, or step on the bag, but Hunter was calling ball, so I was like, all right, he wants it, I'll give it to him. Give it to him, and he drops it, and I just felt the force of air come at me and hate. And we almost actually lost the game because of it, but the Bison were able to hold on. So that was a good story. Um, it's one of those where it'll never happen again, obviously. Bro, you would have thought we lost yeah. the game right on that play there. I was in the dugout, unfortunately, and uh, while this happened, uh, he uh, started to freak out, and like he just didn't know what to do with his hands. His hands were going all over the place. And then he made one of the most the strangest noises I've ever heard. It was like... <laughs> yeah, it was, like a scree- it was like a horror screech movie that you would edit to get the pitch higher, I believe. Yeah, it, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I'll never forget that moment. Yeah. Good story. <laughs> that's one. And then, um, yeah, that's about all I got, honestly. Like, you get, a lot of good stories were told last week, but I'm just happy you guys called and reached out. I miss you guys. Miss you too, bud, and glad to have such a legend on our podcast, recurring guest, yeah. of course. What? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just your average Joe. Nah, dude. Oh, Come okay. on, dude. What was that two years ago? But crazy situation What'd you now. Say, with... First team all packed utility two years ago. I mean... You're the great uh, You're the good one. I'm actually lifting right now, so I'm getting yelled at because I'm missing my lift. But, I, you know, I got priorities and privileges over you guys. So. <laughs> oh, appreciate that, bud. <laughs> but, no. But, yeah, guys, that's about all I got. I'm sorry. I don't have more. Oh, you're good, man. Uh, appreciate having you on, and uh, you are welcome anytime. So, whenever. Yes. And, uh, wow. wow. Thank you. Thank you. But maybe uh, whenever all three of you guys are on at the same time, I'll give you another shout. <laughs> yeah, sounds good, man. <laughs> And now it's time for our next guest, Seth Gordon, making his debut on the podcast. Seth, what's going on, my man? Not much. Glad to have you on, man, making yep. your debut. Good How do you feel about it? Right. It's a pleasure to be on. <laughs> the BJ Podcast. All right, so let's just get to it. Right. Uh, what you got for us, bud? All right, so um, my story is uh, Carr came to my town to do a clinic for our high school for baseball. Yeah, gr- and, great choice. Uh, he came he came to the town. Yeah, that was an awesome choice. I love what it. What town are you from? Ricky! <laughs> Barnesville. Barnesville, uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. Good to be. But, um, <laughs> but he came to the town, and, like, uh, it's just no farms or anything. And then he did the clinic and everything. <laughs> then we get back for this fall, and I see him, and, like, he starts making good noises at me while I'm doing batting practice. <laughs> I was like, Carp, what are you doing? Because I saw all them goats and barns that whenever I came to it, and I heard that you fucked them all. And I was just like, Carp, you didn't see a single goat your whole time at barns, though. And I don't know where the hell you got that story from. <laughs> no farms or anything. <laughs> None. <laughs> all right, got to hear about the back elbow story, bud. Yeah. The back elbow? Yeah. you got to tell all the... All the listeners, the many listeners. I, I don't even know what that is. I was, I was on batting practice, and he said I was flexing all the muscles in my back elbow. I'm not a doctor or anything. I don't think there's any muscles in your elbow. And then he's just like, yeah, 
to relax your back elbow, and I hope you hit. I guess not, not the key to everything. Your back elbow. Yeah, whenever you hit a good one, you know, that was relaxed swing, and then whenever you had a bad swing, it was all just yeah. the back elbow. It was nothing else. <laughs> My favorite part was whenever you would say stuff about the back elbow. <laughs> yeah, bro, we had the we had The, epi- the whole team was at the Every time, it's back elbow, whole time. Yeah, we got, we got to make sure your mindset's right. I will appreciate having you on, bud. Thanks for the story. Wait, hold up, hold up. Yep, thank you, guys. Wait, Schubert's got something real quick. Yeah, it's still the team. Um, what? How did he resign? How do you tell you guys he resigned? I don't know if anyone told you this last said this last week for that. They did not know. Well, uh, he told us like a week before. He said that he applied for the Franciscan job. He said he's not 100 percent sure what he wanted to do yet, and he said he would like let us know by like the next week. Then like he he uh, called like a team meeting, and we all met down at the pavilion by the field, and he's a, and he's like basically like talked for like two minutes then almost started crying then he left <laughs> that's it yeah damn so who's the who's your coaches right now uh stanley and coach gorman okay yeah. steve uh, steve yeah. uh, right now yep steve's the big dick uh, <laughs> he's swinging yeah i, I know he listens to the podcast so uh, shout out uh steven stanley friend of the program of course oh yeah yeah <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for the update and the stories, and uh, wish you yeah, well. Thank Hope you. you uh, start right, every Sam. game this year, and relax that back elbow. It's the key I'll to life. It's the key to happiness. Hey, uh, fuck. Uh, one more thing. Yeah. Fuck you shoot. You bucket. Ooh, got and now it's time for our last guest, one of the best recurring guests of all time, makes fantastic protein bars. Derek Dontelli, how are we doing, bud? Uh, we're doing great, guys. Love to have you on. Uh, Donnie, I forgot about your protein bars. Ship them this way. I'll send you some protein bars, bud. How many hey. carbs do they have? How many carbs do they have? A lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll eat them on high carb days. All right, sounds good. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's just get to the stories. Uh, Derek, what you got for us, bud? Well, it, this one actually happened uh, in Florida, like right before we left. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. We... We were, it was the last JV game. I was the PO at Derek Donatelli now. I'm back, I'm back at third base, by the way, boys. Ooh, Just so you all know. Love to hear about that. I've already, I've, hit about, I've already hit two home runs with BP, so suck at you. BP bombs, let's get it. Some BP bombs, but um, we, uh, it was a JV game. I was the PO, Ben, uh, I didn't come in early because Ben couldn't shut the door, <laughs> and um, got in. This is a two-parter story, by the way. Okay. And I got in, did my did my job, my first inning, and then had to go back out, and then uh, and then shit just started starting going out of control. Josh Nero dropped the ball. Reed broke his finger. Whole shit situation and everything. You came do. out of it. I got Typical a, uh, I didn't get out of it, so I got cold, and I don't, I don't even know who came in. All I hear is uh, Carp mumble in his breath. Reach around that ball, Derek. Blah, 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 blah. Everything. I'm like, all right, that's cool, but did you check on him? He's like, no. And then I'm like, all righty. That's how, that's our coach right there. That's great. <laughs> and then fast forward it. We're in the 
What's the pizza place that we always went to? Oh, uh, I don't know. Do, do we remember? I know. Uh, shout out Coach Lee, friend of the program. He set that all up, but I do not remember the yeah, we got name. Pizza. We, we, but uh, we actually went to, we were getting that, the pizzas and the subs from the parking lot. And I pulled them aside. I'm like, hey, I haven't played third since like the first JV game. What's the, what's the way I can get back to third and, you know, you know, get, get back in there, you know, do my thing. Because I, I think I went like, I, I think I had two hit down in Florida and that was it. And then I, and then one, I sacked by oh, and that was it. I had three hits in every game in Florida. So that was pretty. Yeah, f- you. But, um. We'll censor that. We were, the I, and then he, he like, but he uh, pulled me aside and we were talking. He was, he was doing his bullshit and then. The other thing was, the podcast. I'll censor that Derek, well. everything you do is dog except pitching. And I walked away. And, I, and then I was a PO for the rest of the year. And then that's all she wrote, basically. Mm. He basically told me I say some dog at everything except pitching, boys. I'm, I'm, so. Hey. I'm sorry I'm to, to, <laughs> sorry that to hear that, That was a good car. What? I'm sorry to hear that, bud. Hey, thanks. But I'm back to the third, so happy. Happy now. But, uh. Lately, uh, he did some dumb shit. He just did some dumb shit. But um, yep, that's my story. You, you don't have anything else for us, bud? What else? Nah, that was my two-parter. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a quick one. I know it was short, but it's a big memory that always rests within me. All right, man. Well, thanks for uh, coming on. I appreciate it, bud. Hey, bro. Guys, when are you guys going to come down? I mean... Or come up, Ben? I, I, I live quite far away. I mean, I, I'm i going to try to make a trip up there at least to, like, Pittsburgh, and then maybe I'll see you guys south side or something. But, I don't know. I'll try to come back to Bethany sometime. We'll see. Listen, I'm 21 now. We can go all the... Oh, Derek Donatelli is 21. Let's go, dude. Yes, yeah, party it up, man. Let's party it up. Shoot. Do not, you can, can you, you can make it to the bar, right? Yes, I can make it to the bar, Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Right. I really hope that, I really miss you guys, actually, I'm, I'm going to say this once. I really do miss you guys, it actually is a different, different year. I really, I really hope you guys are actually killing it in the real world. Appreciate that. Wait, no, you don't. You're a bold-faced liar. I was being sincere. <laughs> no, we miss you, bud. Come on. Hey, there's a reason we got you on the podcast. Yeah. No, no, I know you miss me. I know you miss messing with me more. Oh, boy, that's man. Thanks again. Right. And uh, hopefully we'll get you on maybe for a fancy BS or something sometime in the future. No. Oh, I'll definitely be down for that. All right, sounds good, man. All right, that's Carver Stories Part 2. Hope you enjoyed. Had a lot of fun guests, and we'll see you soon. Next week, we'll be back on sports. We are a sports podcast, allegedly, so we'll be back on our bullshit. And, yeah, thanks for listening. Peace.